Hey friends, before we jump into this episode of Film on the Rocks, we just want to let you guys know that our Patreon is now in full swing at patreon.com forward slash film on the rocks. We have a $2 tier to become one of our drinking buddies, Water School 2. This includes early access to episodes, bonus episodes, polls for what we cover, and so much more. So come check it out. Once again, that is patreon.com forward slash film on the rocks. Check the show notes for our links. I'm Brucker. I'm Levi. And this is Film on the Rocks. And not only is this Film on the Rocks, but this is our bonus Film on the Rocks episode, Talks on the Rocks. Mm-hmm. If you are new to the show, we are typically a movie podcast, but today we are doing our new bonus series in which we kind of wrap up the month. We'll rank our movies that we did. We'll give some behind the, behind the scenes stuff on them you know how the recordings go researching go and get into some listener questions we will also Mm -hmm. look into what movies we're going to do next month and we'll give our movie recommendations and then we're gonna have a bonus patreon section at the end of this i'll explain a little bit but levi how you doing and that was my espn alert that just went off (laughs) i'm doing good man I'll, i'll be honest i Love hearing that ESPN jingle because we don't have enough sports in our life right now. So that is a sound that I miss in mm-hmm. my life because I would always get that or something like that whenever I would have some sort of fantasy update. So I, that 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 warms my heart. Um, on a ranking level, dude, this was probably the hardest month to rank these to rank. Like this was so hard for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if um, if you kind of missed out, just to remind people what we're ranking today. So we're ranking mm. all the movies that we did in July, which we spent celebrating Black creatives in film. And so mm-hmm. today we are ranking our episodes on Get Out, Inside Man, Remember the Titans, and The Losers. And th- these were all really good, really fun movies to re- to mm. watch and record for. Yeah, it was. It really was. And we had. Uh, a very special guest in Danny from the Illust podcast so far on uh, our Remember the Titans episode. So that made that episode extra special. How high does it rank on our lists? I guess we'll find out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out here soon. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quickly say, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody that's been listening, reviewing us, writing in submissions, all the nice things that we've been getting from people. It's, you know, it means a lot to us. And I just want to say we got some nice news. We, you know, we kind of, we're not a big podcast. We know that, but we broke four thousand listens this month. So I am, Woo-woo. I'm re- really proud of that. And yeah. thank you, everyone. And we've been getting really awesome feedback and reviews. And we've been doing such a good job. We actually got a sponsor for August. So I'm really excited. Yeah, about that. that's big time, man. We're we're famous people now. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah famous. I, I think famous. I think that's what that means, right? Is that the, what it means? We're famous now. Yeah, I I have no idea <laughs> what that actually means. But so I just want to say thank you everybody for that, and I, we're we're going to do our best to make that little segment fun and organic and not so. I mean, it's gonna be cheesy because it's Brucker and Levi, and we're we're, we're cheesy totally. dudes. But it, it'll be totally. fun, and we'll talk about that in our first episode in August. But just want to say thank you everybody for supporting us and it means a whole lot and if you want to do something nice for us you know you can share us with somebody visit our new website 
or email us. Just let us know how you do, how you like the show, what's your favorite episode, whatever it is. Also, if you want to support us, we now have a Patreon, and mm. which we're we're not trying to break the bank or get rich. Just everything goes towards keeping the podcast afloat, like with movie rentals and things like that. Yeah, we have a one dollar tier, which you just get early access to episodes so as soon as they're done editing we'll just publish them there before their dates that they come on the main feed and then there's a there's a two dollar tier in which there will be some bonus content where we'll have special rankings and whatnot at the end of this episode we'll be going through our back start going through our back catalog of ranking Mm. movies that we haven't ranked yet so we'll be going through the four movies that we covered in our listener request month which was the thing smart house the big lebowski and what was the other one Max Keeble. Max Keeble's big move. Yes. So yeah. we'll be ranking those four movies at the end of this. That'll be available on our Patreon for the two dollar level. Which, like, you know, if you end if you guys end up supporting our Patreon, like, please go check it out because this that that list. I'm even looking at the list for the listener request month, and I'm like, I still don't know if maybe I'll maybe I'll move some some stuff around. Like, <laughs> right. like there are some there's some placements on this list where I'm like, oh, I don't know if that should be number three. Maybe that should be number one. Like, oh, I don't it's, know. It, so it's a weird list too. So it is. It is. So just be sure to head over there at Patreon.com/slash/FilmOnTheRocks or just swipe over to the show notes and all of our links are right there. Now, yeah. now that I'm done kind of plugging ourselves, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's kind of get into one of the main topics of today. Let's rank the four movies that we did for July. So, Get Out, mm-hmm. Inside Man, Remember the Titans, and The Losers. So, Levi, I want you to start us off with what's number one on your list. Okay, like I said, this was really, really, really hard for me um, uh, because the all of these movies are good. I enjoyed watching all these because there are some movies that we've had where i'm like yeah it was pretty good like i we i don't think we've had any movies where i've been like that was bad like all of them have been like that was pretty good but i think all of these movies in some way shape or form i'm like man that was a fun time i really (laughs) enjoyed that so but for my number one i went with remember the titans Ooh, that's that's a good one that's a good one i loved Man, okay, having Danny on there, and you know, Danny, if you're listening, I like we already complimented him, but like he is such a good conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy it. Like, please, again, if you haven't checked out uh, uh, checked out Illus podcast so far, go check it out. It's very, very good. He's so much fun to listen to. He's mm-hmm. even better to like have a legitimate conversation with. He had a, a really cool perspective in his uh, history, not only as a a black man, but also as someone who uh, grew up playing football and his relationship with sports. Like, he had a very, very amazing perspective for this movie. Um, I just really, really enjoyed my time not only making it and editing it, but also researching for it and everything. Like, again, I'll, I'll save my favorite recording, favorite research for the end. I think but my number one. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't, though. I didn't, oh, though. You think okay. I did, but I didn't. Okay, okay, uh, okay. But it was just it was just a blast to do. And remember the Titans, like I've said. Is I think it's it's easily the best football movie ever made. It is one of, if not the best sports movie ever made, uh, and so I had to put that at number one. It was that was again, but like there, there are a couple others on this list that almost made number one, but this one I just ended up with number one. I th- I, th- I think that's totally legitimate. I had a hard time ranking these as well, so I yeah. kind of had to go through. If people don't know, you can follow me on Letterboxd, and I rate the movies that we cover and also movies that we don't cover. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what did I rate these on Letterboxd? Because I was like, all right, it was just, that seems like the most like straightforward way to go about it. 
yeah. And I had two movies, the, the two highest movies I had rated had the same star level, which was four and a half stars. And I kind of just went through, you know, rewatchability and, how, you know, per- personal taste. I have Get Out at number one. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Get Out was awesome. It shot beautifully. It looks mm. awesome. And that's really the only thing, one of the main things that kind of tipped the bar over Remember the Titans for me was because how it was shot. Because I think you and I kind of talked about, or you mentioned it, what some critics had to say about Remember the Titans, how they said like the pacing felt kind of choppy or a little bit just because it's a sports yeah. Disney sports movie. And really yeah. that was like where Get Out kind of has a leverage on remember the titans because it's still a good message and everything but mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's shot so well and i just yeah. love I, I just stuff like that really speaks to me so get out was awesome and it was so much fun to record because my first time watching it and having you listening to you kind of tell me all this trivia and whatnot about yeah. it because you had yeah. seen it before and so i was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh i miss i missed some stuff on the first try i need to go rewatch it so yeah the get out was number one for me yeah, that's that's a that's a good one to have at number one. Uh, my my number two was Get Out, and this that was the that was the most difficult part of this for me was trying to decide Get Out or Remember the Titans. Um, honestly, what pushed me over the edge again? Shout out to Dan- Danny's conversation is what pushed me over the edge for Remember the Titans. Mm. That I just it was just so much fun. And for for the record, um, I do think that Get Out is a nearly perfect movie for what it's trying to do if i was looking at if i looked at all of these movies unbiasedly critically and just said direct like as far as the directing is concerned the like the direction the costumes the acting the casting the story the message everything all together the most unbiased way possible get out is in my opinion the clear number one Mm. uh out of all of them remember the titans is really really good but get out just Get Out was the first movie of its kind. It just knocked it out of the park. And I think Get Out is going to be remembered. I I would not be surprised if Get Out is remembered as one of the, like, that, like here in, like, gosh, 50, 60, 75 years, is one of the greatest movies ever made. I think it's going to be remembered as one of the great, probably. I think so. One of the greatest movies of the 21st century by far. Um, it just, it's, it's, it's going to be kind of, uh, yeah, anyway, I could go on and on and on, but I, gosh, Danny <laughs> kind of pushed me over the edge for Remember the Titans, but hey, Get Out fair. was my number two. Get Out was my number two. And that's fair. And I totally agree with you about how Get Out is going to be remembered for a long time mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. definitely a, it, it's going to be like one of those ticks on like a timelines of things that spun off different things for the genre and that's something that that i really like about get out is that it is a genre movie and Mm -hmm. you could just tell all the inspiration that jordan peele took it that he that he put into the script and i think he's been on record to say that he was heavily influenced by the night by the night of the living dead to do this Mm -hmm. movie which the night of the living dead also has some like uh, racial commentary even though the director of that movie says it was all just pure coincidence that he wasn't actually trying to make a commentary but he ended up doing it anyways Mm. i just also just love seeing all the inspiration that you get from all all, all like the nods to the classics that he just took inspiration from so 
Uh, yeah, but it, it, it felt like a love letter to mm-hmm. all of his inspiration, while at the same time being a commentary on the world of the day, like of today. And it's and that's what horror can world do. Horror can comment on so many different things without it being taboo. Yes. And it's yes, it's great. There's told there's lots of examples of horror having commentary on like uh, the LGBTQ community. I hope I got the letters in order correctly. Yeah. LGBTQIA plus. Yeah. Thank you good night yeah that needs to be like a little like soundboard button just (laughs) yeah 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 no totally totally and uh just like you know back when that was kind of like a taboo subject like horror has like addressed all these things throughout the decades and they do in a Mm -hmm. way to where like you don't even think it's it like it it doesn't even really come as off as like oh this is a movie about this it's just like wow uh, wrapped up in this story but um for my number two i had remembered the titans I had mm-hmm. both Get Out and Remember Titans at four and a half stars on Letterboxd. And Remember mm-hmm. Titans is great. Great message. Really fun movie. I mean, you, you put Denzel Washington in a football movie, him yelling at people, and you know, Donald Faison's right. in it, and it's right. a movie about you know brotherhood and everything. Great, great movie. Oh, dude, so good. And I'm honestly, the more we talk about it, I almost want to... Like, again, I literally... If you look <laughs> at the my paper, I literally wrote... Uh, I had two arrows. You know, you do like the the arrow, but it has an arrow on each side that kind of symbolizes switching spots. Yeah. I ha- I drew an arrow to switch. Remember the Titans and Get Out, and then scribble that out, and then colored over it again in a to like <laughs> say no, you should switch it, and then I scribbled it out again. So like, I'm even now being like, man, maybe I should have put Get Out at number one. But it's like it was so close for me. I'm gonna stick to my guns and say Remember Titans is number one. But That's gosh, fair. it was so it was so close. My number three was Inside Man. Mm. I really enjoyed Inside Man and I like that that movie was there's always the one movie that either I haven't seen uh well usually it's one that I haven't seen or I've kind of heard of or know what happens but then I like actually watch it and like kind of take it in and I'm like whoa Inside Man was that movie for me uh this month. I I had never seen it and it, it I really enjoyed it again another denzel washington movie and he just crushed it but the the interactions kind of just the whole story behind it and it didn't have to be like everybody's running around shooting each other it was just kind of this suspenseful the Mm -hmm. story was compelling it was uh it was a mental chess match it was a mental chess match that's exactly right a lot of talking a lot of strategy humor in there i just really really enjoyed it uh but yeah solid solid movie that's usually whatever um i have in my top, at least this is kind of what I've seen the tendency for. I don't. I'd have to look back at uh, the other episodes, but as far as I'm aware, it, number one, two, and three are always like super duper solid movies. But I can't decide like where they're gonna go. And then number four is like this is still a good movie, but this is just like I could see some flaws in it or whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah. Inside Inside Man was my number three, uh, not because it, uh, not because it is not a good movie. But because it's going up against Remember the Titans and yeah. Get Out, yeah, which no, is kind of hard I don't think to that there's a bad movie of this bunch. I think they're all really yeah. good. Yeah, for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my number three, and I went with The Losers on this one. I Really? Yes, wow. I honestly almost put it at number two. I came really close just because this was kind of a surprise to me how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, mm. it, directed by uh, Sylvain White, who is a unappreciated director i think and i totally 
this was a scenario where I was like, oh, I forgot to mention this little trivia tidbit. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah, wanted yeah. this. This isn't like a big, big thing or whatever. But I kind of just wanted. I forgot to include this in his filmography. He mm. did, and this this is a movie a lot of people didn't like, but I still want to mention it because I think it's interesting. He directed the Slender Man movie that came out a few years ago. Really? Yes. I know, I don't think that did very good with ratings, but I'm sure there's some people that like that movie. Um, but I just want to kind of include, I meant to include that in his filmography, that he did the Slender Man mm. movie. Um, but The Losers was just a lot of fun, and it yeah. was hilarious. Like, it, it was like... To me, like when I'm like rating and ranking, entertainment value c- plays heavily, and I'm just having more fun time if I'm laughing. And you know, yeah, so yeah, and, yeah. and not that Inside Man's a bad Inside Man is a great movie. And like on my, mm-hmm. if I'm going purely by Letterbox, Inside Man I had it four stars, Losers I had it three, but it's like a very mm-hmm. fun three star movie. So that's like what kind of won it out for me. But um, it's. The Losers is just awesome. It was so much fun, and it's it was a just I don't I, I can't say anything else about it. It was just hilarious, fun action flick. So that's why I had a number three, and just because it kind of surprised me how much I liked it when I rewatched it for the first time in like mm-hmm. ten years. So yeah, that's right. why I had a number three. Yeah, I I hadn't seen The Losers either. The Losers is my number four, but again, that doesn't mean it was a bad movie. It just I didn't think it. Uh... I didn't think it could match up to Remember the Titans or Get Out, and I just was so impressed with Inside Man. Yeah, I agree with you. The Losers, there's some, you know, some laughter in there, some really fun scenes. Uh, the story was was very fun. It was very, it felt very quick. It was a quick movie, mm-hmm. um, but it was like a quick but really really enjoyable. The acting was great. It was just again a fun movie to watch, but it's it's hard to it's hard to have that above. Uh, Remember the Titans Get Out or Inside Man. Yeah. I'm curious, what, what was it that pushed... You, you said the laughter is what pushed... Yeah, uh, just like just because it, Inside of Man, like, yeah. like entertainment value kind of came in. And not that Inside mm-hmm. Man isn't entertaining, it is, but like compared to a movie that is legitimate laugh, has me legitimately sure. laughing throughout yeah. the whole time like i'm just having like a fun time watching this and it's not it's not a dumb movie so totally so and, and not that inside man is bad like if i was going like i said if i was going off my letterbox score but which i kind of scored by like overall quality and everything mm-hmm. inside man would be number three because i had that at four stars and right, losers right. had a three but it was a very fun entertaining flashy three to me and inside man the tone is way more serious and i'm not always going mm-hmm. for serious so um, totally. And Inside Man is just also just like a a great, great, great movie. So just because it's at number mm. four doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's a really good movie. Like I said, right. I could, I think like you said this too, I could have put any of these movies at number one, to be honest. Just like what kind of mood mm-hmm. am I in? So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is the closest our rankings have ever been to each other, Brooker, because I was we almost had the same one and two. I was kept flip flopping back and forth, mm-hmm. and we both recognized that Inside Man and the Losers could flip up. I think you went, I think this is the best consensus we've had in a ranking for our talks on the rock so far. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, and this was also a really hard set of movies to because like I don't think there's like yeah. a clear front runner to me at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh no, I guess maybe Get Out was for me, but. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to because normally there's like one like weaker of the pack and one clear front front runner. This one's like all these are really good and fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was all all in all. Um, I'll uh, 
do you want to go through the uh, oh no we have to do our our favorite to record favorite to research yeah man yeah which ones were your favorite to record and research my so again i almost i almost gave it away did you have a did you have a guess because you you were like i think i was, you guess, gave it I was away. going to say remember that titans was your favorite to research and record oh okay that's that's a pretty good guess uh no yeah <laughs> that's like that's like the oh you know you stack all your battleships on top of each other and the okay you have to guess which one it is um remember the titans was my favorite to record mm. um because again I keep shouting him out, but he was such a great conversationalist. Danny killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that it was just great conversation. I really enjoyed myself, and I prepared a lot of uh, you know thoughts and trivia, and half of it kind of just happened without even me saying it. Um, and we just to, to appreciate a movie that is so near and dear uh, to a lot of people's hearts. Anyone who's played a sport is like, ah, oh, remember the Titans, so good. Um, but yeah, that was my that was my favorite to record. What was your favorite to record? Yeah, it, remember the Titans as well. It's always yeah. fun. We have a guest on, and Danny was an awesome yeah. guest, and like you said, great conversationalist, really fun. He he also just has lots of fun stories to tell, which he tells a lot on his podcast. Be sure to check out Ill's podcast so far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was. It's always fun when we have a guest on, so it's hard to say that wasn't our favorite. So yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Remember the Titans was was my favorite to record as well. I agree. I agree. Um, favorite to research was Get Out. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the guy, like, Jordan Peele is, you know, say it a thousand times, the guy's a genius. He's a film genius. And he puts so many things in there that were very purposeful. And you see some of the research he does where he doesn't even consciously do things that people are like, oh, I get it. You... Like, well, I think we talked about this in, um, and, and I looked up a, a, an interview about it too with the, the um, cereal of mm-hmm. the, the milk and the Fruit Loops being separated. And I was like, oh, separate but equal. And Jordan Peele was like, oh, I, th- I just was wanted him, I just wanted her to be like real creepy. And that's like, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. But like, yeah, I can see where that comes from where I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I thought it was so smart to be like the colored Fruit Loops and the white milk, like, mm-hmm. uh, but like it's he, he's just like, oh yeah, it's because she's an insane person. And this is how insane who, people eat cereal. <laughs> who, yeah, exactly. That's how insane people eat cereal. Um, but yeah, I just like little stuff like that where you're just like, oh, that's so cool. And and but at the same time, most of the film, and when I say most, I mean quite literally, most of the film was planned down to the letter landscape the pathways they took the eye contact it was so like i mean he's a genius so i I love getting to see all that when you couldn't again if you if you want to know more like do research into the movie but the but jordan peele put a lot of love into that movie Mm -hmm. and so it was just really cool to kind of see him see what he all the stuff that he did for it what about you what was your favorite to research all of these were a lot of fun to research. I didn't find mm-hmm. too much stuff on Remember the Titans, to be honest. You found a lot, but I had a hard time finding stuff for it. But like, yeah. it was awesome listening to Jordan Peele. I just love listening to directors talk. Like, It's just, mm-hmm. it's great. So I love listening to Jordan Peele. I love listening to Spike Lee talk about Inside Man and his whole, uh, how he likes to write his characters, which was awesome. And s- listening to Sylvain White was really fun too, just because I didn't know that much about him. So it's... I think I'm going to lean the losers. Um, okay. Inside Man was really fun to research because I learned a lot about Spike Lee personally. Like I learned he's a tenure professor at NYU and that he is an educator so cool. and everything, which I was like, oh, that's so cool to learn. And I love learning yeah. about how he wrote, how he likes to write 
characters. So yeah. I really enjoy learning about him as a person. But mm-hmm. for the losers, I learn a lot about specifically things per- that, that pertain to that movie. So mm-hmm. Sylvain White explaining how he how he got the gig and how studio execs were like, oh, he's actually the better guy for this, even though they already hired a different director. They went, nope, Sylvain White is actually the better guy. And mm-hmm. his him explaining that and also listening to like Zoe Saldana and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan talk about yeah. how much fun they had with how much fun they had doing that movie together and how like they like 10 years later they still are hoping that they could a- end up doing a sequel together so all that yeah. was really fun so the losers was my favorite to research that's a good one i mean that was fun to research too i i, I mean again they were all this was a really fun group of movies to not only record but research but yeah for sure i think the hardest that we've ranked to this point mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely Fans of Film on the Rocks obviously enjoy a great download. Here's another. Substitute Angel, the multiple award-winning novel by Timothy Best, is now available at audible.com. While driving home in a snowstorm one night, paramedic Doc Watson hits a deer that runs across the road. At least, he thought it was a deer. It actually turns out to be an angel, sent to prevent the murder of a young woman in the small northern Michigan town where Doc works. Now injured, she can't complete her mission, so she recruits a very skeptical Doc to intervene to try to save the young woman's life. But in the process, his life gets sucked into a whirlpool of danger and startling realizations. In Detail Magazine wrote, Timothy Best weaves a touching tale evoking belly laughs and sobbing tears of joy that most novels only dream of producing. Substitute Angel is available on paperback, ebook, and now an audiobook. Substitute Angel by Timothy Best. Downloaded on your audible.com app today. And now, on with the show. So, for now we're going to kind of transition into some listener questions and stories that we got. So thank you everybody that has sent in questions and stories. We greatly appreciate it. I just want to go mm-hmm. ahead and say that for our next Talks on the Rocks we're going to put out a little feeler here. We are going to, since August is kind of like back to school, send us in back to school related questions and stories. What movies? Yeah. What movies make you feel nostalgic for school? What kind of funny or embarrassing school stories do you have? I definitely have a few. Mm. I'm going to share next episode. I would imagine Levi does, but we'll see. I don't know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Any, so back to school theme. And once we get to the movies we pick, if you have any stories or questions related to the four movies we're doing in August, send them on in. But mm. right now, so we got three questions to go through, and two of them people sent in voicemails, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah. So, uh, but our first one, which was not a voicemail, it was from Twitter, which was from Oraline from the Spooky Sisters Book Club. Be sure to check out her yeah. podcast. Her podcast is amazing. I've been on there, and uh, we had a really fun time talking about 10 different horror movies and final girls in those movies. It was a lot of fun. And so Orlean asked us a very interesting question. So she said, pick a movie and substitute the whole cast with with Muppets except for one actor. So what movie would you do this for? Uh, I think she said that she told us that she would pick Jurassic Park and she would Mm. keep uh, Richard Attenborough as 
a non-Muppet. And she thought it'd be really funny mm-hmm. seeing Muppet paleontologist, Muppet genesis, and a Muppet uh, Ian Malcolm, who is Jeff Goldblum in that movie. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'd be really funny. I, I for, for the record, when Brooker texts me, he's like, hey, this is one of the questions we got. I lost my mind. Like, this is... <laughs> I'm going to say this definitively. I think this is the best question we've ever received. This is <laughs> so good. So all of y'all try and try and top this question if you guys are gonna send in another question. But like this is this is the bar officially. This is the bar. Replace them all with Muppets? That's incredible. I would I would I would alter the Jurassic Park thing with um have everybody be Muppets except the T Rex. So it's a real <laughs> T Rex or or a rap maybe the T Rex and the Raptor. Uh but everybody else is just you know running around but but the t-rex is real so it's still terrifying but it's like the t-rex looks into the car and you see it's it's pupil dilate but it's like a muppet that's like oh like looking around like (laughs) oh it's so good um my my answer for this one because okay i thought what would be a good um i really wanted to get a good answer for this but i thought of this one and it it made me laugh out loud uh, when i thought about it so i, I went with it i think i think scarface would be a good oh my to God. have all muppets so muppets doing I, coke I, is that what you have yeah no totally but i i, I guess I, I guess like you leave scar like you leave scarface as the kind of the 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 regular person so but you I, leave I, al, al pacino as the non yeah yeah but uh, i don't know i feel like we could think of somebody else because him like as a muppet with his arms run rolling around like him <laughs> rubbing his face in cocaine maybe, and maybe out when he gun, does like, say hello to my little friend <laughs> you know like I, I that would be funny maybe when he does coke he turns into a muppet it's kind of like a <gasps> jekyll and hyde thing <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! If you know, yes! Oh my gosh, that's amazing! But all of these people getting riddled with bullets, and it's Muppets just like wiggling around and getting their, you know, arms sawed off by a chainsaw. But it's like a Muppet and stuffings going everywhere. But like, no! Yeah, like I, I think that would be. I would that's watch fantastic. that movie so quickly. What about you, Brooker? What did you have? Oh man, this was the first movie that came to mind. Ocean's Eleven, but. Uh, Danny, uh, but Andy Garcia's character Terry Benedict, the guy who owns the casinos at the robbing from, stays human. So it's just mm. Terry Benedict being robbed by a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> That's funny. I oh, I love that. I want to do a movie now where we have like the okay. We do maybe we do like one of the Batman movies, like one of the Tim Burton Batman movies, or one mm-hmm. of the older ones where from the nineties where we have it to where Batman is a real character and everybody else is Muppets. So he's like an actual insane person fighting crime, but <laughs> he's he sees punching everybody mu- as... Punching he's Muppets just punching Muppets. Yeah. I have one rule. And like, I could... I professional that would be to amazing. another. Pick a <laughs> yes. that would actually kill me. Because this, this height won't kill me. I'm intending. I'm banking yeah. on it or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. Swear to me. No! Yeah. Oh my god. Swear to this piggy. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. Oh man, I want I want that so bad now. That's so funny. The, oh my the, the Joker is 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 a Muppet. <laughs> you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? <laughs> I don't know what a good Muppet like. I don't know what a good I guess like Kermit the Frog. Like that's the only. Like, I, I, that's, yeah. That wasn't good. Yeah. Uh gosh. You wouldn't hit a guy with. Oh, that's just Ray Romano. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, my Kermit the Frog is a, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? Yeah. I can't, I don't, 
Yeah, I can't do a Kermit. It just sounds like Ray Romano. Ray Romano hanging out with Muppets? That's a that's a movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah. Kermit, what are you doing over there? I don't know, man. Yeah, it just sounds the same. I can't do it. It's yeah, I'm not even gonna try. You've nailed you've, it. You've heard me try it three times, I can't do it. I, no, I thought that sounded good. I meant to meant I meant to say a lot of people message me saying like, was that Levi singing on the Remember the Titans intro? I was <laughs> yeah. like, yes it was. Le- Levi has Levi has some pipes. He can do it. it you got a lot it, of compliments. It was thank you yeah i appreciate all the compliments guys yes i do i do love to sing it is a it is a hobby it is a passion for sure but not not a profession but definitely a passion uh thank you Oraline from the spooky sisters book club podcast be sure to check out yeah. her amazing podcast for that awesome question and Oraline's also gonna be joining us as a guest in august i'll mention the movie later on but mm, she will be joining yes. us yes. so our next question was one of our voicemail questions. I'm going to pull, try to pull it up here real quick. This is from Tyler of the All Thumbs podcast, which is a pretty nice. All right, gentlemen from Whoops. Film on the Rocks. Whoops. Which is a really fun comedy podcast, by the <laughs> way. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Tyler's. I'm going to play Tyler's voicemail here for Levi over the mic. But mm-hmm. if I can't figure it out. That's what you're going to hear. If I can't figure it out, I'm going to put in his track so you hear that. So here's Tyler. I could hear it pretty. I could hear it pretty clearly. All right, cool. So here's Tyler from the All Thumbs podcast. Here's his question. All right, gentlemen from Film on the Rocks. This is Tyler Bastionson from the All Thumbs podcast, and my question for you is a very macho one. What is the hardest you've ever cried at a movie? Nice. So what is the hardest we have ever cried at a movie? Thank you, Tyler, from the All Thumbs Podcast. By the way, Tyler, I noticed that you changed your logo. Your new logo is, looks awesome. Um, mm. I So, okay, Lee, I'm, I'm going to let you lead with this. Uh, what, <laughs> what is the hardest you think you've cried at a movie? First of all, Tyler, uh, the, the name All Thumbs Podcast is the... That is an awesome name for a podcast. I love that. The All Thumbs. That's so good. Um, so... I um I'm sure I've talked about this in the podcast before. I I'm a I'm a I'm an emotional I'm an emotional man. Um, I <laughs> I mean you are there's nothing uh, wrong with that. I was just kind of laughing. Yeah, no, that's no, it's true. No, it's, it was kind of like in case you didn't know, it's like if you listen, like yeah, Levi's very in tune with, with stuff like that. So that's yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't making you know, fun. I, I want to be clear. No, 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 not even a little bit. No, I get that. I I crying is good. I think more men should cry. I think that's a that's a healthy thing to do. Uh, let it just let it out just let it out don't stuff it down um but i i've cried in a lot of movies and so i'm trying to be like okay what was it the one that came to my mind i was okay brooker have you seen it's a pixar movie have you seen the movie coco yes that movie's amazing brooker i was like heaving with tears absolutely heaving because it, it it's not like when when uh, there'll be times I'll go to a movie and I'll like uh uh Toy Story three I saw Toy Story three in theaters and I like teared up a ton I had like I had some tears streaming down the face but it wasn't like it was just like silent crying you're just like getting emotional mm-hmm. Coco is a little misty little you know a teardrop here and there I'm I'm watching the end of Coco and I'm going <laughs> like I am a baby. I am I am a grown man in that chair, but everything about me just screams baby because I just you know 
if you haven't seen Coco, I'm I'm not going to spoil what happens because you know I don't want to do that. Sure but it's on Disney Plus, I would think. Yes, if you have Disney Plus, go watch it. It's, it's such a beautiful movie. Good. It is family, grandparents, like the importance. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Broker, I was heaving in mm. that theater, crying. I went with Rachel. Rachel was there too. She was also heaving, like, and she's. I, I cry more than she does, and she was bawling her eyes out. Um, it was it's such a good movie, but yes, it will it'll make you cry. What what was yours, Brooker? I'm, I'm so curious. I couldn't. Think... And also, did you cry when you watched Coco? I I, I got emotional. I don't know. If, I don't cry very often at movies. Mm-hmm. There's certain yeah. like trigger things that like get me. Um, one because yeah. he's a Pixar. One thing that came to mind was Finding Dory, not Finding Nemo, but Finding Dory because yeah. there's like one of his flashbacks where like you know she goes missing and like she mm-hmm. she's lost from her parents or whatever i was like oh that that like yep. maybe really sad but yeah um the one the one that comes to mind that like got me the hardest i don't know like how i, I definitely cried i don't know how hard i cried but i definitely cried it's one that like stuck with me and wasn't a movie it was a show but oh. i'm going to count it for this it was Please. i think i think it's the fifth episode of the haunting of hill house is very it's a very heavy episode Oh wow! And I, that's a show you need to watch, Levi. And I still, you've told me, mo- I still haven't watched. I need to do that. I've, f- I failed you. I need to watch that. I think it's the fifth episode. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's the episode. Be- this isn't like a spoiler, but it's the episode sure. before the funeral episode. Ooh, it's just very heavy. It's, it's. I don't want to spoil it for people about like, what it is because it's, it's an amazing show and it is a spoiler. But, oof, it, it's just, it's. It's very heavy and it's something that like you you put yourself in that person's shoes. You're like, man, this is so sad. Wow. This is just so sad, and it just gets it. I, I I cry every time I watch it. I cry every time. You can't. Wow. Yeah. So that's probably the hardest I've I've done. Nothing like a good cry, man. That's just everything pimped up in your week, in your month, whatever. You watch a good movie, get the get the tears out. It just you feel refreshed. Yeah, at least yours, because like that's like, isn't that kind of, isn't Coco? If I like, it's kind of like a happy cry, kinda, isn't it? It's like kind of like a, uh, y- yes, yes, kind it, of. It, it's it's a mo- yeah. Most of my tears are from happy tears, gotcha. but uh, yeah. In Haunting of Hill yeah, House, it's, it's not ha- It's all it's like a, this is sad. sad. This is really sad. Mm. Yeah. I I had a on the kind of the sad tears one. That's uh, I've talked about Doctor Who on this pod- podcast a couple of times, which I I grew up with Star Wars. I grew up with Lord of the Rings, a lot of fantasy stuff. Uh, Doctor Who was a new. It's been around for God like sixty years or something. You know, I don't know seventy years. Uh, and I was kind of late late to that train. But I there was a when um, Matt Smith, who is the twelfth uh, Doctor. 12th no the 11th doctor he's 11 uh matt smith 11th doctor so essentially the whole concept is like they the doctor is this it's you know without spoiling anything really is this kind of like this being who is a time lord and whenever he or she um is injured beyond repair like a, a mortal wound their body essentially kind of regenerates into a new body to heal to you know to stay alive and you get a certain amount of regenerations um you know again without spoiling anything the new season kind of retcons a little bit but uh matt smith was is is my favorite doctor and he has a very emotional ending where he just kind of sacrifices you know for a whole city and all of this stuff and it 
is very and i i had to i physically like we rachel and i will watch you know, would watch like an episode a day or whatever i physically had to stop watching doctor who for like a month and a half to just like take a step back and be like it's just a tv show he's not a real person <laughs> he's still around you can go look him up Somebody right now wrote this yeah he it's just a yeah he just wrote it it's there's a you know he's in another tv show now it's okay it's okay but like ev- i mean every every time a doctor regenerates i always get a little emotional but that's like sad emotion because you're saying goodbye to somebody mm. but yeah coco is mostly there's a little bit of sadness in there but there's a little but there's uh there's some joy in there too it's a mix nice well, uh, thank you, Tyler, of the All Thumbs yeah, podcast. Thanks, Be sure to check him out. And we have one more question, which was another submitted voicemail, which, guys, I love the voicemail idea. I think it's... Yeah, I do, too. I, I like great. hearing y'all's voices. That's good. All right. So this is from Dustin from Dustin Can Read Podcast. He has a very, very fun podcast where he reads uh, middle middle grade or what am I trying to say? Middle schooler books or like YA books and uh, he has a really awesome podcasting voice just going to throw that out there for him but uh, so here mm-hmm. is his question hey guys it's Dustin from Dustin can read and I love your show and I just want to um, ask you a couple of questions mainly like what are your top three kids slash family films that you grew up with and also what are your top three kids slash family films from today I'd love to hear your answers Awesome. Thank you, Dustin, from Dustin Can Read. Be sure to check yeah. him out. Um, Thank you, Dustin. That's, I'm really excited for this question. I, 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 I'm I very in tune with the, I love the, the kids' family movies. What, what was yours, Brooke? I'm, I'm very, yeah. I'm very so, curious to see what you, what you did. I just want to quickly say Tyler and Dustin did the voicemail thing perfectly because they kept it it's at beautiful. 20 seconds or or or, uh, yep. or uh, shorter. They, were, they said something nice, got to the point, mm-hmm. and plug their stuff yeah. that was great so keep the like 20 seconds yeah. or 30 seconds if yeah. you do it anyways he does have a good podcast voice he I really does he yeah, no, no, yeah i could listen and read a book um so, <laughs> <laughs> so okay so to dustin's question top three yes. child family movies i grew up with i mm. am a I, i'm a i'm a product of disney because my that's just yep. like what my mom just all those were just the movies my mom was always buying or renting for me and my sister so all of all of mine are Disney movies and including like Disney Channel original movies. So my top my number one, my top three, I'm just gonna list them off real quick, was Hocus Pocus. Amazing mm. family movie. That was like one of my favorites when I was a kid. Toy Story, again, one of my favorites. I had both a Woody mm-hmm. and Buzz Lightyear action figures. I was Buzz yep. Lightyear for Halloween a couple years. Yeah. Love yep. Toy Story. And the Disney Channel original movie, Brink was one of my all-time favorites i just thought that when i was that when i was like five i think that's when that movie came out i just thought that that dude was so cool roller skating was cool and that's what got me into like skateboarding and longboarding and like you know doing like that's that's what got me into all that kind of stuff when i was a kid which i carried on to in high school so yeah hocus pocus toy story and brink those were just really awesome movies i grew up with that i just loved what whenever i was able to catch them on tv Hmm. That is good. That's a, that's a good one. Um, mine. So, I I I hope I did this right because there are a couple in my today category that I did that were made back when I was growing up, but I don't feel like I appreciated enough. That's fair. As a kid, and I appreciate them now as an adult, and I've watched them a lot now. Um, but I, I for my as a kid, the three that like kid family movies I grew up, 
uh, I did like I appreciate it at the time. Um, I Toy Story is one of them, but I picked Toy Story two. Oh, interesting. Um, I think toys. This is and this is what's so amazing. I've got a, a whole long opinion about Toy Story two. Like we've talked about, uh, I think we I think we've talked about this. If we haven't, we'll talk about it now. I think that you know the farther along you get in a series, statistically speaking, the the odds go up for you to have a failure of a film. I think just in general, like the first one that comes out is usually like you have the best chance because it's a new concept, it's fresh, and then if you continue a series, one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. Uh, you are using all, you know, you're using material that is no longer fresh and unique and you're trying to build off of it, which oftentimes can not, can, people might not be as receptive to it's, it's a risk doing a sequel because sometimes, you know, you could be writing off of a, of a platform that people really enjoy and it could be successful or people could throw it out. Um, I think there are a lot of cases where sequels are, uh, uh, are people like them better like star wars empire strikes back is usually considered the the best of the star wars is in a lot of cases and that was a second uh a lot of people think the two towers for lord of the rings improved on the fellowship of the rings um you know not everybody but some people mm-hmm. um i and you know yeah again depending on who you ask i think toy story 2 i think toy story and toy story 2 they're both 100 percent on rotten tomatoes right now as far as i'm aware um, I think all three might be 100%. I think Toy Story 4 might be like a 96 or something. But the first three, I think, are all 100%. Um, but Toy Story 2 not only added, like, the next level of technology to crisp, to make everything crisper and more real and kind of added to the story, built on the friendships, but it the, it's just compelling and it's unique and it kind of adds another layer of imagination. So I had Toy Story 2. I also had Alice in Wonderland. Oh, um, I love that movie. That oh my gosh, it's so good. Really? Yeah, because uh, one of my biggest you, fears like, was being lost and not be able to get back home, and that's like kind of mm, like what that movie's about. Same thing with Wizard oh, of Oz. Both those movies gave me lots of anxiety when I was a kid. Sure. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, I, I picked Alice in Wonderland for this one. It's just the wonder, the majesty, the art, the color. Uh, it is just so unique, and uh, Disney putting it to film. It was already a book, but putting it to film was very, very fun. Um, Again, I have so many movies that I love uh, that I, I have, like, again, you can see I, I crossed, I wrote and crossed out a bunch. I was trying to figure out. I put as my my other one, again, these aren't in any particular order, but I put, have you seen The Prince of Egypt, Brooker? Oh, I saw it back when it's, I was it's, in school. Yeah, it's it's DreamWorks. Um, it was one of the first, uh, one of the earlier films that, again, DreamWorks was started by a guy who left Disney. Um no, not DreamWorks. Yes, DreamWorks. Yes, it is DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was started by a guy who left Disney, and they made uh, this Prince of Egypt, which is a story again about the uh, about Moses and the Jewish uh, tradition. You know, in the basket, the plagues, you know, all that stuff. You know, go go into uh, go into the Bi- or the early part of the Bible. You'll see it. Old Testament, um, but Old Testament. Yep. Um, but I, I love it because it is. Uh, as far as being a lot of times if you take like a biblical story they can like take some liberties because of hollywood and whatever this one stays relatively true to the story they take a couple liberties but it's as far as like a biblical adaptation it's really really good the music is incredible it Mm. is so good it is one of the best soundtracks of any movie i've ever seen it is so good it's emotional it humanizes people that we kind of just like 
see on the page and they go, oh, that's the bad guy, that's the good guy, that's blah, blah, blah. It humanizes everybody. And it is, it's got a really good cast. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really, really like that movie. So though, yeah, those are, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, Toy Story 2, Prince of Egypt are the three that I put. But that was a very hard list to put together. Yeah, no, it was kind of hard for me because like October-ish movies kept coming to mind just because like Alvin the Chipmunks and the Wolfman was like one of my favorites too. That, that was a really good <gasps> one. I love that movie. That's a good that one, a really man. Good one. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so good. Did so, you, uh, Alice and, uh, uh, let me see, Alvin and the Chipmunks and uh, Frankenstein. They that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, I had that's that double one, feature. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> oh man man that's good oh man uh nostalgia is awesome um so for my top three child and family movies that are current i had coco at number one which is really good Mm. which i found really funny that you brought that up because levi did not know my list so he didn't even know i I was gonna bring up coco so we've already talked about that that movie's amazing uh i had onward was really good i don't know if you saw that that's a good i did i did see that movie that's a good onward movie. was really good with tom holland and chris pratt it was very fun and yeah. i had so this one i'm kind of cheating a little bit it came out seven years ago but it came out while i was in college and i went out and watched it while i was in college just because i love this series but monsters university is really good oh that's a good that's a that's a recent movie that's a good movie oops siri i'm not talking to you sorry folks but uh <laughs> <laughs> no monsters university is a good one that's a really good one yeah i like that um i i cheated to again like i said there's a couple here that were made a, a while ago that uh, i didn't appreciate until um much later but um i had uh zootopia i never which, saw that okay i'll say i'll say a quick little piece i think i rambled on the last one i'll say a quick little piece zootopia is a perfect movie okay it is perfect it is beautiful it is a it it it, a commentary on the world of today without you know going it just is so it's just so good it's so good (laughs) the casting is amazing um it's just it's just so good um so yes go go watch utopia if you haven't already it is absolutely worth your time um, my second movie is, which is a movie that we have done on this podcast before, is Spirited Away. Oh, that's good. That's good. Is that, yeah, yeah that movie's like a, that movie's PG, yeah. For some reason, it sounds like, wait, is yeah. that PG-13? PG. But no, it's not. No, it's PG. Uh, that movie was made in the 90s, or, or no, 2001? Oh my gosh. 2000, maybe? I can't even remember. Uh, but whenever it was made, it was made a while ago uh, when I wasn't an adult. Um, and so I, my advice to anybody is to go watch it if you haven't already. And if you're following us, you probably have already seen it. But yes, I had, I didn't follow Studio Ghibli or, you know, Hayao Miyazaki's work whatsoever uh, at the time. Um, and so I, yeah, I just, yeah, I never watched any of the movies. And so uh, my wife introduced me to them and, I fell in love with Spirited Away, and so I had Spirited Away. And for the record, Spirited My, Away came out in 2001. Just just looked it up. T- 2001, beautiful. Um, My last one, this one was a little bit harder because there's a bunch of like bunch of Pixar movies that have come out um, that I really really enjoyed. But I was I'm remembering there's a movie. This movie came out, uh, and I remember just being blown away by it. And this was before it kind of hit the craze. Uh, I love Frozen. I love that movie. Okay. 
Um, I, I remember sitting in the theater when it came out and again, I, I'd seen the commercials for it, like before, like the craze hit. And I remember being like, I don't think this movie's going to be that good. And I, I, you know, my parents, my parents were like, oh, there's a new kids movie coming out. Like we're taking the family. Do you want to come? I'm like, yeah, sure. I sat down. I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, Adina Menzel. I didn't know she was singing in this. Oh my gosh. Like the, the music is beautiful. The story is so sweet. And, and. The message of the story, again, we'll probably never do Frozen, so, you know, here you go. The whole overall message of the movie is that true love is not a feeling. It's an action. Love is sacrificial. It is, you know, taking, you know, I, I, I it's sisterly love. It's not sexual love. It's, like, familial love. And it's beautiful. It's, like, it's not this, mm-hmm. like... Oh, you know, the sleeping princess was kissed and she woke up as like, oh, a handsome prince, I guess I'm in love. It was like, no, like they went through, they went through turmoil together. And like, I love you does not mean I'm infatuated with you. It means I will do anything for you. Uh, you are my priority. You are the one that I want to, I want to help. Um, but anyway, I digress. Frozen knocked me off my off my feet i was very impressed with it um i know so that, I, yeah uh, I, I had to put it in that list i know that one of our listeners pork chop we he sent in one of our very first questions for our first talks on the rocks if you haven't listened to that go back to check that out but yeah. i know pork chop is a huge frozen fan so he's going to really appreciate all that yeah me and pork chop let's go man i love it <laughs> but yeah so yeah those are my rec- those are my actually i'll say my shout outs for the end never mind i'll come back to it sounds good um <laughs> so thank you everybody for oh that was from dustin so from dustin can read podcast thank you so much dustin and you, orlean dustin. from spooky sisters book club and Tyler from All Thumbs Podcast, thank you so much for all those questions. We love these. I uh, just have one more quick thing I'm going to read that we got from a listener. We got Britt. Uh, Britt wrote in last time saying that she liked for us to do Whiplash and that she really likes the podcast. And she wanted love to share Whiplash. a very quick uh, story through email. So Britt had to say that a funny movie or a funny story for a movie that traumatized her as a kid. When she was five mm. or six, her dad let her watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And she oh, watched this movie. just a few days right before Easter. Well, her dad okay. told her that the rabbit in the movie was the Easter bunny. Needless oh, to say, no. Needless to say, she had nightmares for weeks. She says she says it's funny now, but not so much when she was five or six. Um, and she this she wrote this in right before the Fourth of July. She said, "Have an awesome Fourth of July." And uh, so, thank thank you, Britt, for, for, uh, from Gmail for supporting us writing and stuff, and we really appreciate it. And I'm sorry you got scared. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> For the Easter Bunny. Yeah, thank you, Britt. I I remember I watched Monty Python the Holy Grail in um, I think the first time I watched it was in high school, maybe freshman or sophomore year, and oh my gosh, I, it was one of the most quoted movies. That like you just quote movies. That's probably one of the most quoted movies in my vernacular. Like in high school was gotcha. stuff from Monty Python. I so fun. run away. They like charge <laughs> and then they all get just ripped apart by this rabbit. Oh, anyway, yeah, I can understand as like a four or five year old how that would be terrifying. But oh yeah, um, such a good movie. One last one. I just I forgot. We we got one more. One last one from Jesse from the Bacon Games podcast. He just wrote in saying that he loves the show and that he's on the same wavelength as us in terms of Star Wars uh, likeness mm. and that he really appreciates that. 
and he hopes that we're doing fine during this uh, weird time. He said yeah. he also put P.S. He would love for us to do Jurassic Park one of these days, which I hundred oh, yeah. percent agree. We need to do Jurassic Park. Totally. I feel like we've brought up Jurassic Park a lot in the in all of these podcasts, and we haven't done it yet. We need to. Yeah, no, I would love to just go through the whole franchise in one month. Not gonna lie, but whoa, but, I yeah, I, I we'll have to do. I've only seen the first one and half of the second one. <gasps> So okay. I, uh, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. cool. All right, so thank you everybody for, for 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 us for sending that stuff in. If you ever want to yeah. send, send in stuff to us, you can email us at fotrpodcast at gmail dot com, or mm-hmm. you could head over to our new kick ass spiffy new website. I'm putting in adjectives to stall. Uh, our <laughs> <laughs> our website is fotrpodcast dot com slash fotr. If you want to. Send in something there, and all of our episodes are there if you want to subscribe from that website. Now, Such for our, I guess we'll just kind of quickly go through some movie recommendations that we have for things that we've been watching outside of the yeah. podcast. Um, this has been a secret October month for me. I've just been watching lots of horror movies this month for some reason. Um, but I just want to quickly shout out. Uh, the podcast Sin and Scream podcast, and that's Sin C I N podcast. They had me on. We talked about Halloween 2018, that sequel reboot. That was a lot of fun. Love that movie. Be sure to go check it out if you haven't seen that movie. The movie's amazing. And I also mm-hmm. watched that that alligator movie Crawl from 2019. That was oh. that movie's on Hulu right now. If you have a subscription. That movie was actually surprisingly pretty good. Uh, not like amazing or you know not winning any Oscars, but I gave it three stars out of five on Letterboxd. It was it's pretty entertaining and it's not bad. Like it, it was pretty good. And I went on John's podcast, Movie Lovers Unite, to talk about that. So you can find me talking about that on there. My last and main number one movie recommendation that everybody should see, especially if you're a fan of horror movies, is mm-hmm. Haunt. Haunt from 2019. Mm. This movie is available on Shutter. This movie is amazing. It totally blew me away. The premise is super simple, but they did it on a low budget. It only had a budget of $5 million. And just mm. give you an idea of what that could get you. Get Out was $4.5 million. So Haunt is wow. about these group of young people go to one of those extreme haunted houses on Halloween. And yeah. they get a little bit more than they bargained for. It's really good. It was done tastefully, and it was it's like a, it's a very clever, smart movie, and it scared the shit out of me. Highly recommend Haunt, huh. dude. That's so good. Oh man, I yeah, uh, get a little bit more. That's you sounded like one of those. Uh, they got a little bit more work than they bargained for. In a world where Halloween happens on October thirty first, people in a world. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Go that's good. Makeshift haunted houses. But yeah, so uh, what kind of uh, movies do you recommend for people to check out, Levi? So, for starters, um, this has been kind of running through the pop culture circles uh, for the past couple weeks, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. If you have Disney+, Plus, you should watch Hamilton. They have it on Disney+, Plus right now. It is so good. My wife and I saw it live, not with the original cast, and it was amazing. Hamilton on Disney+, Plus with the original cast, a recording of it, is so good in a lot of ways it's it's just as good as seeing it live it is wonderful we Again, watched that as beautiful. well it was my first time oh. watching it it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it it was so much fun yeah it's a blast it it won a bunch of awards and it deserved all of it um uh rachel is the, the hugest fan of it it's 
it uh yeah it's incredible go watch it um i also uh am still going through this television show and i have to mention it again west wing you have to see west wing go see it i'll leave it at there i did my piece last time but go watch west wing and i'm going to just through uh kind of realizing how few people have actually um seen it um just talking with different people and, and what have you go watch zootopia Go watch Zootopia. The message is beautiful. I literally named my car. Uh, I I don't have her anymore, but uh, <laughs> it was a little it was a little gray Honda Civic. I named her Judy, after Judy Hopps, who's the main character of this movie. It is so good. Uh, go watch it. The message is amazing. It is beautiful. It is yeah yeah yeah. Comment. Let us know if you go watch it and let us know what you think of it. It is amazing i think i don't know what it is on rotten tomatoes it might be like 96 or 5 or something like that and that it's too low it needs to be 100 percent, 99 at the least it is amazing um i will also recommend prince of egypt even if you are not a crazy religious person uh the movie is very very enjoyable the cast is amazing the cast is awesome the the, the soundtrack is awesome and if you want a spoiler alert go i mean exodus i think it's the first like 20 chapters of exodus so it's a long story that they fit into like two hours uh so <laughs> it's got boys to men in the soundtrack it is uh let's see who's all in it uh uh i was about to say you know what i'm gonna sorry oh, i don't have to look it this up. out but um i'm gonna look it up real quick just so i don't i almost said uh orlando bloom and that is not who is in it okay here we go it's got a really good cat yeah blah 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 prince of egypt has an incredible cast uh it stars people like val kilmer who's the voice of moses uh, Ralph Fiennes, who is Ramesses, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Sandra Bullock, Jeff Goldblum, Danny Glover, Patrick Stewart, Helen Mirren, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Like, there are so many people in this movie. It is incredible. Mm. All that to say, go watch it. Okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So now let's go ahead and pick our next four movies we're going to do. I just want to say thank yes. you, everybody that voted on this. We had a Twitter poll going. Uh, uh, we, we kind of put together a very random like list of six or seven movies, and we just said pick pick your top four for us to record for August. So thank you for everybody that participated. And be sure that you do follow us on Twitter and at Film on the Rocks or on our Instagram at Film on the Rocks Podcast, so that way you can have your say in our votes. So yes. for based on so we're going to go with like the movie the top four movies that got votes. So Levi, which of the top four are you gonna are you going to pick to uh, record for? The first one I'm going to choose is School of Rock. Oh, that's a good one. I have to do School of Rock. That is it I, I again Jack Black is a absolute phenom, phenomenal <laughs> actor. I love it. Uh, I mean, I you know I don't think we've done a Jack Black movie yet anyway. No, we and haven't. so uh, this this has to happen. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do School of Rock. Alrighty, so I'm going to pick out of the top four that were voted on. I'm going to pick The Mummy from 1999. Yes. Brendan Fraser. This is a great movie, and I kind of teased it earlier, but I. Uh, this was the movie that I, that Orlene said that she wants to come on and do with us. So, and this mm-hmm. was the second. This one received seventy-eight percent of the votes. So, and School of Rock received eighty-nine. Just to 
I don't know, throw that extra tidbit in there. So yeah, so 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 the Mummy from 1999. I'm really excited to do that. It's one of my favorites. Okay, for for my second movie, and I actually have not seen this movie, uh, but I'm gonna go for it just because I'm very curious to see what it's about. I'm going to choose the Faculty. Oh damn, that's a good one. You're gonna like. I'm that gonna movie. choose the Faculty. I I I know it stars. Elijah Wood. I was about to say. And I know that uh, it's a pretty, a fairly popular movie. Is it like a, it's like a, is it like a thriller or something? It's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a, it, I mean, it's, it might be considered horror, but it's not like a scary, it's not scary, really. It's, um, it's kind of in the same breath of the thing. Oh, sick. So okay. that's, well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm, You're going to love it. it it's just, this is a fun, fun-ass movie. And it's also written by Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson also, I think, wrote this movie. So Cool. Fun, fun-ass movie. All right. So Levi has got the back-to-school movies covered. Uh, that's right. <laughs> for that's August. Right. Um, all right. So that leaves me with Twister. Twister. Uh, I am so excited to do this. Twister is on Netflix right now, actually, if people... Uh, haven't seen it or want to get your rewatch in twister is a lot of fun and maybe want to be a meteorologist when i was a kid so uh oh cool so those are uh, well we don't have release dates yet so just be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram but so our four movies for august are going to be school of rock the mummy with brendan fraser have to be specific about that <laughs> um the faculty and twister so very excited to get Excellent. through this is a this is going to be hard to rank these again so yeah really excited um thank you everybody for listening and supporting us you want to do something nice for us share us with a friend or family member mm-hmm. or leave us a review on itunes and it doesn't have to be a long review just be like hey love the show and say which one's your favorite episode or you can just email yeah. us like, hey guys been really enjoying you it'll make our day um, mm-hmm. You can also find us now on Patreon at patreon.com slash rocks in which Levi and I are about to continue on the fun conversation with ranking our four movies that we did during our listener request month, which, which are The yes. Thing, Smart House, The Big Lebowski, and Max Keeble's Big Move. So mm-hmm. uh, you can find us there. And if you're listening to this because you are part of the early access tier, that bonus segment won't be on the second or on the two dollar tier until a little bit later but uh thank you for listening everybody and be sure to send us in your back to school stories and questions we're really excited to see what you guys have thank you guys for listening we'll see you guys later yeah all right so let's just kind of just roll right into it so excellent so the four movies that we got because we need to get through our backlog now we're starting to rank movies um so the four movies we got for, this was our actually first listener request month, and this was a really fun month, to be honest. I mean, it yeah. was yeah, it really was. We got yeah. lots of listener interaction, lots of people like were. Uh, I assume people are really excited, you know, like oh, I hope they pick this movie or whatever. And when I reached out to people.